Today's episode is brought to you by Sun Brewing Company. You can find them on all major social media handles over at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Sun Brewing Company. Go give them a like, a subscribe, all that stuff. Also, you can find them on their grand reopening coming up soon at 7153 Donovan Canotil, Texas. Tell them Twisted Pete sent you. Hello and welcome to The Middle is Open. Abel Carrillo here along with Anthony Espeline. What's up, guys? Peter Carrillo. What's up? And today, guys, we have a special guest. I always say that. We always have a special guest, but... We, we never we, just have a guest. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're always special. But we have Adrian Reyes in the studio with us. Adrian, how's it going? It's going good. It's yeah. good to be here with you guys. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you for coming in. I am... Yeah, we're... I was super late. I want to apologize for that because we were actually scheduled to do this show a little bit earlier. And then Adrian's like, dude, what's going on? Like I had plans for my Sunday and now he's a little upset. Are you all right over there? It's all good in the hood. I think my wife will forgive me. Oh, so he said all good in the hood. And here's the crazy thing about Adrian. He was telling us that, can we say it? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So he was telling us that. His mom grew up in our neighborhood. He's a product of the neighborhood. Yeah. He's got his roots here. <laughs> I like That's how right. It was for his like our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. For like 30, 40 years, my family Dang. was here. So we say it's our neighborhood, it's it's but her it's, neighborhood. it's her neighborhood. That's what it is. She left, but we're still here. Yeah. They all moved. No, nah, that's, that's cool. Like, I don't know. It's just weird how, like, you always hear oh, El Paso so small or the world so small, whatever, right? But we this always happens. There's always some kind of connection with guests or people that we come across. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, uh, we were talking about some of the bands. He, he knows some of the bands that have come through. Uh, parents know each other. It, it's just weird, man. Like, yeah. Is this kind of like going back to the conspiracy? Like we're in a video game. Everybody knows. Yeah. It. A simulated world. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think about that? Like about do, the conspiracy? Yeah, well, do, do like, you are think, you a conspiracy do, follower kind of? No, not really. I am. Um, <laughs> like, I just feel like, I don't know. Everything just a lot of it's coincidental. Some of it. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, no. So no simulated world. No, I don't think so. Do you so. believe in destiny? Hmm. No, I don't think so, really. I, I'm kind of like, as I get older, I become a little bit more like scientific minded and just mm. like, it's all just kind of the cards fall where they fall. Yeah. He's like, you guys need to grow up. You guys don't know anything. You think people go through phases like, like at one point you're a skeptic and you're like all science. And then, then as you get older, you're like, you find religion again. Yeah. That, that's kind of how the train goes, right? Yeah, I, I think that's just like living life. You, you you go in phases. One minute you're super religious. You have uh, a lot of like virtues and beliefs and how you want your life to be. And then something happens and then you drift off. I'm, and, and I'm then, out of here. Yeah, and then you go on a different path or whatever it is. And then somehow you Maybe find yourself again. Or, you're getting I don't know. meditation. And- yeah. Seeking Nirvana. 
that's usually how it is. Kurt Cobain instead. Kurt Cobain. <laughs> um, what was I going to tell you? So, Anthony, what you been up to, man? Because uh, there's a new addition to the studio. You got us a refrigerator. Yeah, man. Uh, I got a little mini fridge. You know, I had to put the logo on there. Um, had some beer lying around, so we threw it in there, and it actually <laughs> filled it up. <laughs> just, so, lying around, just lying around. Just lying around. Under the bed. Yeah. Stuff in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> but because um, last week, Anthony had that Pepsi fridge over there, and he's probably like, uh, there's only three beers that can fit in there. So Anthony gets a big-ass fridge. How many beers? Have you tested it, Anthony? Well, a 30-pack fit in there. Damn, oh, the 30 pack. Yeah, so, so we were good for a little while. I opened it earlier, and you have some good old Bud Light. You have some Sol Dos Equis, I think I saw. Ranch water. Ranch water? Is uh, that what it was? He had ranch water. In yeah. There. Oh. So he's got a lot of but stuff what's in missing? there. You, um, also got, you also had Shock Top in there. Oh, he had yeah. Shock Top. Yeah. I'm, I'm missing the Pacific Street Ale in there. That's what oh, we're missing. Yeah. We got to give Dave a call for it. You guys got to get a refill of that. Yeah, we do. He's got to come like those guys that fill up like your five-gallon water. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But like like, the blue jumpsuit. Yeah. (laughs) In a a Brinks truck. (laughs) It's like (laughs) with armed guards. (laughs) No, but um, yeah. So anyways, Adrian's on the show. Um, Tell us a little bit about who you are, Adrian. Okay. um, I am a musician. I I really consider myself more of a, a music writer than a musician i'm not really much of a performer i pretty much play like all the instruments but i play them really poorly including singing but i feel like i'm a, a composer i like to write music you like to write music yeah um what why aren't you why don't you see yourself as like a performer i mean because obviously you've performed but you you like the writing part a lot more um that's that's your thing yeah i think that's really where i shine um ever since i first started music when i was like 11 years old i was put in guitar classes um i don't know i don't feel like i really ever had a natural talent and then i joined band hmm. when i was in whatever grade sixth grade and i never felt like i was the most talented but i've always felt like i've been really hard working so i'm always working towards to where i can consider myself a a performer that's cool yeah is it, is it hard to like you know like me personally whenever i'm driving i'm by myself i get ideas right like mm-hmm. you, you start thinking when, when you're alone absolutely and so when you're driving do you carry like a notepad since you compose music and you know lyrics or anything you're like oh man i need to write this down you, you know what i do i have this piano app on my phone so if i all of a sudden i'll just hear a random melody in my head I'll just like at a stoplight, I'll pull out my piano and I'll try to figure out what it was and then I'll record it into my phone. Has Dude, it that's... ever happened? Like you pull it out and you're like, you know, you're trying to do it and then the the car behind you is honking. They, they have a <laughs> yes, better beat. All the time. They have a better beat with their honk. They're like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Yes, like, I'm oh, like, shit, I'm going to add that too. <laughs> well, it's crazy that he's saying this, like that he's driving and then he go, goes to a stoplight or whatever. And then he pulls out his little phone and then he starts like trying to think of something because that's very similar to what Josh Galindo was talking about. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is, but Josh Galindo, he's like a, uh, singer songwriter kind of guy and we we, start his own thing too. we had him on the show and um he was talking about like he's always i guess he's always on mm-hmm. and sometimes he says like his best ideas come from just driving 
and he'll like he'll hum he's just like hmm, hmm, hmm. and then he'll find something and he's like oh and then he'll be like pull out his phone or whatever and then just kind of like work on it but it's crazy that you have like a similar kind of I method think, of doing I think it. that's just kind of the way music writing works. I mean, I did go to school for music, so I kind of know like the science, the math, the, the logical portion of why music works the way it works. And that kind of helps. But I felt like when I was in high school, when I was barely figuring things out, just going off of ideas, I had some of my greatest ideas. And the more and more I studied music, the more analytical I became and more critical of stuff. But so, yeah, the best ideas come, you know, honestly, when I'm in the gym, like this morning, I just posted on Instagram. Um, I was just, I was on pre-workout. You guys, you guys yeah, yeah. take pre-workout, but, um, Obviously. and I had, <laughs> and I had all kinds of crazy <laughs> ideas. And so I, you know, I just started jotting them down, but also, yeah, like I said, most of them come in the car cause I'm in the car most of the time. Yeah. So I got a, I got a suggestion or don't listen whatever. i'm totally open okay so i've seen this before so it wouldn't be like the first time <laughs> but it's probably the worst part <laughs> shut up people god so you're on the car you're in the car you're driving uh-huh and you stop this is like a video idea i guess and then you stop and then you hear like you know you're like oh i like that beat and then the car's honking and then the train drives by like we heard the train uh. and everything just the melody it'd be like a little clip like this is what a musician hears like mm. we hear racket like normal people were like oh man the damn train's loud all the somebody's honking but as a musician you hear all the you hear like a it symphony. turns into music it's like boom, boom. that's funny because i do a lesson like that with my elementary school students it's always like the first week of <laughs> <I'm> school elementary <laughs> level <laughs> uh, well i mean it's it's true like we talk about like i'll ask them the first day like what is music and they're like it's a song it's the drums <laughs> yeah. it's it's you know and i'm like well it's it's more than that it's you know the the buzzing of the light yeah the, the music around us and so that totally plays into what you were just saying mm. So I'm not Good just job, talking. Peter. <laughs> you graduated the Get first here, grade. Abel. Now, uh, <laughs> did you know ba- uh, Anthony was in a band? He was. He was telling me he played bass. Yeah, fucking. So Anthony. he's actually. Actually, we were talking, and he's actually in my band now. Oh, uh, my damn. new band as I hope. got recruited. No, well, <laughs> dude. Okay, so that's the thing. Anthony has a drum set, so he's ready to go, man. He's like, Anthony, can you like? play him something um, i like we're just like it's like not set up at all <laughs> do the air base or what like yeah animal the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah um yeah but anthony was in a band um anthony were you like that growing up were you like constantly thinking about music or you're just like nah i did it for the ladies no I've, i think i've always like had a passion for music um i'm just the kind of person that like I get into a hobby and I go like deep into that hobby. Yeah, obviously, the, like, like you see the podcast and we got all the stuff. But uh, um, a band is kind of hard because you know getting everybody together um, is it's it's hard, man. It's hard. You have different uh, ideas and different stuff, so it, it's definitely difficult kinda to keep like, a band like a podcast. Yeah, very. This similar. is this is our band. Yeah, um, my hats off to you guys for being able to maintain this for three years. Like, yeah, well, it's two years. We're going on our third season, so. But three sounds better, so yeah, we'll it's go, been three we'll, years. I round up. Okay, yeah. there you go. We'll but um, <laughs> yeah, it is hard, man. Um, I've never been in a band, so this is like our version of a band trying to get everyone together. People don't understand like just matching up people's schedules, mm-hmm. um, the difficulty of like 
though we're all friends here, we clash a lot. We clash a lot because Peter may have an idea or Anthony has an idea. and A lot of it's, it's politics. It, yeah, and a lot of it. Uh, and then our mm-hmm. personal lives, too. Like, um, we just, yeah, it's just like. It takes a really, a real high degree of dedication to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to be flexible. And you know what, I'm going to be a little bit late, but I'll be there. Yeah. Instead of just, no, I can't do it. Or, you know, instead of, no, I can't do this week. It's like, well, you know, I could do Sunday at 11 p.m. if you guys can possibly squeeze it in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of dedication to be able to work around all the natural issues. And, and not ruining up. other people's schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Are you, are you talking about Adrian over here? So, oh, no, no. so if this <laughs> was okay, this is our band, Adrian. If we were auditioning for your band, what like what's our grade right now? Uh, are we like are we failing? If I had to, if I had to rank punctuality below, <laughs> but you guys are super cool, so that's like a t- you know put yeah. you guys above. We gave so you averages. Be- we gave you a beer, man. That's true. That's yeah. true. We gave you a beer. Like <laughs> I think that counts for something, right? That there. does. So that kind of puts you guys. Was it a little below average now? All right. Is it cold? Yeah, yeah. It's still okay. Cold. So there. The that's another bonus. Working. Yeah. The fridge mm-hmm. is working. That's the only. It's about thing. the only thing cold in here, huh? <laughs> it's hot as shit. Can I go sit in that fridge a little bit? <laughs> yeah, man. just leave it or open. Just put your head in there. Um, that's what they mean by refrigerated air. <laughs> I, right. I was yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. God I damn it, Anthony. It. What's going on over there, uh, dude? I'm trying to run. Everything so you're you're saying me. the best part about a band or a group or or anything is. Uh, not leaving your team hanging, right? Like for me, it's the music. But well, yeah, that's well, definitely well, I'm saying a part like of it. <laughs> when you, when you're in a band and you you were saying how if somebody's gonna be late, that's better than not showing up at all, right? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So going to my first topic, all right. the Olympics. All right, Simone Biles. I mean, I was gonna she, talk she, more she about left her Adrian over here. <laughs> well, I was jumping right into. Okay, the okay, we'll we'll come back Olympics. to you. This is Hope- the most organic transition ever. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully you're like speaking of music. Let's talk about the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> they have speaking music of backflips, huh? They have, they have music. On I'm sure they do. But anyways, okay. Peter obviously wants to talk about the Olympics. Have you guys been watching it, Anthony? Let's start off with you first. No, <laughs> <laughs> the most. USA guy over here. If they put football like, in the Olympics, would you watch it? Oh, hell yeah. What if it was just uh, guys from arena football? Oh, yeah. What about if it was amateur football? What if Quincy Carter was a star player? LF, the, <laughs> what is the LFL? That should be in the Olympics. LFL? What the hell is that? The Laundry Football League. <laughs> Fucking <Adam. laughs> <laughs> But, um, Adrian, have you been watching? Absolutely the not. I just kind of really? heard about Simone Biles. And, um, Did you ever watch the Olympics? Like, were you ever intrigued by it? He's like, not really. He I, likes I'm music, like, Peter. not really a sports guy, but I am. I'm in, I'm interested in it the slightest bit, maybe. Okay, so Simone Biles, she kind of. Well, I guess what happened, uh, or Peter, you talk about it. Like, well, I mean, she was struggling, and it was. It was uh, so she ha- uh, during the U.S. trials leading up to the. To the Olympics, she wasn't, top you form. know, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was in top form. And then during the, I guess, when she obviously made the team and she's like, they say she's the greatest gymnast ever, blah, 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 blah. And her, I guess they do like warm-ups in Tokyo, like before the actual events. Mm-hmm. And she just was, wasn't landing any of her routines. Um, she was struggling big time. 
And I guess it was just like little by little, it was just like eating her away. So her very first like actual event where they were grading her, um, she messed up. And right after that jump, she kind of looked at her teammates and she was like, I'm done. Like, and then she left the floor. She came back later and she kind of addressed to her teammates like, hey, guys, you can do this. I'm just like not mentally here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. So she kind of put her te- her team at a disadvantage because they it was just them three, you know, competing against other countries where they have like a full squad, you know. Right. And then not only that, there were, I think, th- like two events where that girl, um, she kind of had to do the events that Simone Biles was going to do. And that girl hadn't been training for it. Right. So it's almost like it, she put her she put her team at a disadvantage. Kind of left they, them hanging. They, they kind of they were they rose to a challenge. Yeah, they did because mm-hmm. they they ended up getting silver. Yeah. Wow. And uh, and that that girl she messed up on the floor. Yeah. A couple of times, but I mean, for the most part, she she did well. Yeah. I mean, she had to step up, and she 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 did what she had to do. So. I mean, the big conversation, though, here was her mental health. Um, that was one of the things that... Or, Peter, well, you talk about it. Well, I mean, so instantly they started saying, did she fold under pressure? Was it the fact that her family wasn't there, her support system? Was it... You know, like, there was all kinds of things coming out. Because families weren't allowed, really, because of COVID. Mm. Um, and then people started saying, it's the mental health. Like, to me, that's... That's very vague. I mean, we don't know her mental health. We don't know her mental health history. So I, I don't want to call it mental health. I just want to call it pressure. I mean, from event yeah. pressure. Like, there's. I think there's a fine line from mental health. Like, we're talking anxiety. Like, uh, you know, not just normal stress from an event. Mm-hmm. Actual mental health that people have, like. They, they can't control. Not well, saying she doesn't have yeah. it. I, I, I mean, I yeah, don't know yeah. her mental health history, which is none of my business anyways. But we've all played sports, right? One time in our life, maybe T-ball, whatever, or, t-ball. or, or even, t-ball. even performing music. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you get the, the butterflies. Yeah, still. absolutely. So would you say you have a mental health issue just for being nervous about playing something? I, I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't call. I think that's normal for I, anyone to have that normal nerves. Nerves are nerves. People have good days. People have bad days. Yeah. Uh, in, in basketball, you could you could be LeBron James but have a bad day mm-hmm. and not make a shot. You know, like you're you're just missing. Yeah. Would I say he has a mental health problem? Mm, not really. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I don't think she has, or I don't I don't know. Like, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know either. Mental, but I think everybody genetically has a different um, ability to deal with pressure. various amounts of pressure. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think anybody, well, like maybe 0.0000000001% of people in this world have ever been under that amount of pressure. Because yeah. even though I don't follow sports or gymnastics or Olympics, I know who Simone Biles is. Yeah. I can yeah. tell you, you know, about her and, you know, all the hype that's around her. So, you know, I could kind of relate to being under this extreme amount of pressure. Well, Okay, I can't relate to being under her pressure, but you know, I can understand how maybe it just became too much for her and she kind of just, you know, had to decide, what if I go for this this jump 
and I don't land it? Do I want to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life? Do I want to break my spleen? Yeah. Or do I want to just just sit yeah. out for but this? But then one? there's there's okay. things that she she's a abuse victim, right? I, I I believe possibly. She was. Yeah. I don't know when so she was. I could in understand. No idea. I could understand that aspect, like past. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to me, it was more of a. I, th- I I mean, this is my own opinion. I think I, I think it was the pressure of the Olympics and everything. Oh, there's the roach. Don't worry about it. He's Let been him. walking around. He's oh, did yeah. a tour of the room. Actually, yeah, his name's Jimmy. Um, can we get him a mic. Actually, can we get him a mic? Um. But, okay, to me, this is what it seemed like. I, I know this is – whoever listens to this, they're like, oh, my God, what do you guys know about mental health? We don't know jack shit about mental health. But to me, what it seems like is it happens a lot in sports. It, sound, it seems like she has the yips. So if you don't know what the yips are, a lot of golfers, basketball players, baseball players, any athlete – they have uh there's been cases of the yips so like golfers for example they can be tremendous um out there practicing like they're hitting balls they're they're able to do all kinds of things out there on the practice field right but when it comes to events there's just like they can't rise to the occasion mm-hmm. there's like a mental yeah, block yeah. uh oh man I, I i'm gonna go left i'm gonna go right like they can't figure it out out there on the course when they're during an event it happened to john daly uh this was like a good golfer where he had won a major in the past and then out of nowhere he just got the yips and he couldn't putt he couldn't hit straight like there was something about Mm -hmm. it just this past nba playoffs ben simmons he's the point guard for philadelphia right and he had the yips when it came to shooting free throws it got so bad that he had the ball in his hand and he would just pass it to another teammate because he they were intentionally fouling him. So they would put him on the line and he would have to shoot free throws and he would miss. So the other team would just get the ball and then score. And they were just fouling him, like intentionally fouling him like early in the ball game. And he but you wouldn't you wouldn't say that he has a mental health issue, right? No, it's I, it, just it's that just, he doesn't perform it's a, well. It's under a mental pressure. block. It's a mental block. It, it's like in it, baseball when yeah. you go up to bat and you yeah, know and, you can in hit. baseball it's happened to uh, what's his name Sachs. It's happened to Chuck Knoblock. They can't make the throw to first base, like and they even talk about it in the movie Major League when the catcher he throws it to third base rather than the pitcher because there's just something about it, like and. So that's what I think she was, you know, look, g- gymnastics is a dangerous sport. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. she does a flip wrong. If she's not feeling it and I mean, and she's she lands the wrong way, to... she's going to fucking like, you know, mess herself up mm-hmm. pretty bad. So I get that part. But I feel that kind of like what Peter's saying, it has less to do about mental health. It might just be a temporary pos- issue. Yeah, it could be possibly anxiety. I've had anxiety attacks. Like one time I even called Peter in the middle of the night and I was like, dude, I don't know what's like it. It it just like fucking hit me and I was scared and I was crying and I was so I don't know. There's something there, but it's weird. It's uh, it's just I mean, it's an unknown from from her point of view. She kept saying, you know, it's just uh. She's like, uh, it was more mental, but 
that could have been mental like she was in her own head like yeah. she couldn't execute so but right away people started like oh it's it's mental health and mental health awareness and, so yeah. your problem is that it's being called mental health or your problem is I, something I, else i just feel like right away you don't it, like the label yeah like to say it's mental health right off the bat it's it could just be jitters like she wasn't yeah she was stuck in her own head with pressure at a mm-hmm. at a very high level i mean that's that's the Olympics, mm-hmm. you know, gold medal writing. You're you're considered the best. So I wouldn't say that it was mental health. I mean, maybe there's different categories and branches, like like anything. Emotional health. Yeah, or, uh, but temporary. But like, there's people out there that really have mental health issues that, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. severe, and you're kind of putting it in that category, and it that's where it kind of rubs me wrong. There are people that have PTSD. Not mm-hmm. saying she doesn't. Like, I don't know her okay. her life and everything, but. I'm just saying that that moment and that situation, in my opinion, was more about the pressure at hand opposed to a mental health issue that some people face like PTSD or or neglect or or I don't know. I mean, Uh she might have that in her life, but that moment itself was based on. Okay, so I'm going to kind of backtrack a little bit. In my opinion. But maybe... After all the success that she's had, maybe she's starting to develop some kind of mental issues. And, and that could be. Because it, it's happened to musicians, right? Where, you know, they, they're riding high. They're putting out music. Uh, I mean, they're on top of the but world. they need the next big and hit. Then, and then they just, they're constantly grinding. They're constantly working. And then before they know it, they become so obsessed that they kind of drive themselves crazy mm-hmm. and maybe she has gotten to that point. So again, like we don't know, like you're saying, we don't know what her mental yeah, this state is. This is just opinion. Like yeah, we're just yeah. throwing. I think you never know when it's going to impact you. Yeah. So for example, if you look at like Chris Cornell or Robin Williams yeah. or, um, or um, the guy from Lincoln park, what's his name? Chester, Chester Beddingfield. You know, I mean, Maybe they weren't, you know, in the middle of a, a high impact thing, but it just, you never know when it's going to strike you that you just can't take anymore. Yeah. So I think it's good for her mental state, mental health, whatever you want to call it, that she just said, you know what, maybe I need to sit this one out. And, you know, the disappointing thing is, well, you know, what about her team? What about the other people who were in a good state and who did have a good flow? You kind of have to think about yourself like, do I want to be paralyzed for this my life at the or chance, you know, maybe getting a gold, you know? Yeah. And it's like, do I think about me or do I think about us? And sometimes you have to put you. Well, I think all the time you have to put you. Yeah. First. I, I and, think, that, and that's where you could give respect. But then there's sometimes I think when what, you're in a team. Yeah. You got to well, push. So, so here's I mean, the, when you're. Here's the thing. I, I think mean, what's, a weird I think what's off-putting on this is that a lot of people that played team sports, like Peter, for example, he played team sports. He's going to be coaching team sports. And when you're on a team, you have one ultimate goal. It's to, you know, win or, you know, and it's to bring your teammates along. And when one person is struggling, you try to pick them up. And where her teammates came in, they saw that she was struggling and they picked her up and they went with it. Mm-hmm. So like those are good teammates. And I'm not saying she's a bad teammate, but maybe she's a good teammate. Maybe for she's making that for making that decision. Because right. she's maybe, so maybe, maybe she's she so great 
that she knows that if I'm going to do these events, I'm going to do more harm to the team because I'm not going to land them and we're just going to keep on getting point deductions. Hey, I don't know that girl's name, but it's like, hey, Jordan or whatever, you're going to do the events. I know you have been practicing on them. I think her name was Kelsey. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but okay. it's like you're going to do the events now. Maybe you're not going to score as high as what I could have, but gonna it's going to be better. Yeah, it's going to be better than. So at that point, and we, we discussed, she was struggling before. Mm-hmm. If you're struggling in practice, mm-hmm. you're struggling in the events leading up to. Why? Why go? Put, why go into that situation already? Maybe so when she you thought, walk maybe out, she thought point, she could power through. I, and maybe I know. She yeah. So, and, yeah, because uh-huh. like, here's the thing. I think she's won like 23, 23 world championships, including the Olympics, like gold medals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like people are labeling you as the GOAT, right? That's what everyone says. So like you you're the greatest of all anyways. time. You have to like rise to the occasion because everyone's looking at you. So maybe like, again, like they were putting so much pressure on her that she's like, you know what? I kind of have to go because yeah. let's be honest. If she, she sits, go, if yeah. she sits out, People are going to, like, if she decides not to be on the team, people are going to, like, shed on her, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like when Michael Phelps was in the Olympics. I mean, the the only reason people really watched the Olympics was because Michael Phelps was chasing the eight gold medals or yeah. whatever in one Olympics. It had never been done. So he was trying to ba- break a record, and people were like, if he would have said before the Olympics, no, I'm not going to do it, they would have been like, oh, what a pussy. Like he he couldn't he couldn't rise to the occasion, he failed in um, the I guess Athens or whatever he failed in Athens. Uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna chase it for the Beijing Olympics. Uh, we knew he couldn't do it. You know, there's always gonna be mm-hmm. those haters. So maybe she felt like, no, nah, I have to. And then not including endorsements too. Maybe there's some kind of contract obligation, hey, you, you know, to show. like Wheaties or Nike or all these endorsements that she has. They're probably like, you have to go. And if you don't go, we're going to, you know, pull your, yeah, we're going to pull your endorsements. Yeah. So that could have been it as well. I don't know. I mean, at first I was disappointed. And then of course I said my piece, but with you guys saying your piece, I mean, yeah. Or just you come up to with a with a different idea, like oh well, maybe I'm wrong. Or Has that wrong. ever happened to you? Let's go back to music. Has that ever happened to you in terms of like music? Uh, I mean, because like but, me deciding to bail on on something because I didn't think I was prepared. Have, all right, you've been in a band before, right? Right. Obviously, um, but. Has there ever been a time when you guys are going to perform at some kind of festival or whatever? And then right before the festival, you're like, dude, I, I can't go out there. No. And I think that's one of my weaknesses is I've, I've performed so many times when I really shouldn't have. It was like, and so I ended up hurting the team rather than helping just because I did such a poor job yeah. or had a mental break or something. And then mid-performance... It just all went downhill. And I could think of plenty of, um, I used to be at this, this touring group called Blue Knights, uh-huh. which is a drum corps, which band people will know all about. But um, I could recall so many times where I was on the field performing and just had one small mistake. I started thinking about it. I had two, three, four, next thing you know, it's just, it's just a total mess. Yeah. And I'm like, I should have just like 
faked it or I should have just, you know, just done something else. Just, you know, or if I wasn't mentally ready, shouldn't have gone on the field at all. So that's why I kind of applaud her. Yeah. You know, because she could have, she maybe the, maybe instead of coming in second, they would have come in eighth or ninth yeah. or something, you know. So, and then plus, like I said, you got to think about, you know, your physical health. If, she, Like I said, she could have really ended up in a wheelchair, you know, or something yeah. long term. Instead of just, yeah, you know, it's like, can you deal with people trashing your name for, you know, a month, a year, whatever, or would you rather be handicapped for the rest of your life? And here's the thing: like, once the Olympics is over, nobody's gonna talk about her. You mm-hmm. know? You think so? Yeah. Like, it happens every four years. Like I just said, she won 23 world championships. You had no clue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you knew she was an amazing Olympic gold medalist, but in terms of like the gymnastics world, we don't know that world. We don't know how many events that they have a year or when the world championships are. So after in next week, Olympics are going to be over. People are going to forget about this. Football is coming up. People are going to be all gun ho about football. Like Anthony's over there. Like, He's look already, at him. He's, he's already got his fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's just. and Right. In, the, in two months, it's going to be Simone who? Yeah. Simone. Simone. <laughs> No, but um, yeah. Anyways, let let's talk about your music career. Like, let's start from the beginning. Well, not the beginning, but like, let's kind of like run through like all the stuff what, that you've you done been? in the past. Okay, let me see here. What what you guys uh, just kind of like threw a, a big yeah? That's how it goes. Curveball, yeah. Well, curveball at me here. here. Yeah, I'm trying to think about Simone Biles, but now let me think about music. What's okay. the what's the first instrument you learned how to play? Okay, I think I learned how to play guitar when I was like I took lessons when I was like eleven or ten years old. My dad took me out to he took me to Juarez across the border, and um, took me to some giant warehouse and they had all kinds of little shops and bought like the cheapest thirty dollar guitar they could find, one for me and one for my brother. And I started taking lessons. And then um, once my parents kind of went through a divorce, couldn't really afford lessons anymore, just kind of abandoned it. Um, but I still kept tinkering with it. And then like the next year, my mom told me I needed to join band. So I chose drums just because it seemed the most relatable to me. And uh, I hated it the first year. But the second year, I thre- after I had cried and asked my mom if I could just quit band, I had this awesome band director who was in this local jazz band. I got to see him perform. So watching him, I felt really inspired. So I stayed, I stayed in band after that all throughout high school. And um, even though, like I said, I really wasn't that talented. I was never like the section leader or like the prime example. Oh. I, I loved it. I, that's really the only thing I could possibly see myself excelling at. Um, and so I went through in college and eventually ended up getting my degree in, in uh, percussion and um, like I said, throughout college, I was in this performing group based out of Denver called Blue Knights nice. and went on tour with them. But um, I always had a little bit of, you know, I was kept messing around with guitar and piano and I felt like I really excelled at, at writing music. I, um, during college to make money, I would help out at local high schools teaching their drum lines. So I think I started out at Andrus and then the next year... I was at Jefferson High School, and then they asked me to help out at Chapin. Then eventually I was at Franklin, so I kind of had this constant relationship with Franklin High School. 
where I would teach their drumline every summer. And, um, and I really enjoyed, they asked me even not just to teach, but also to write the music for them. So I'd help out writing their drumline music and teaching them. And I felt like we had a pretty good run. I had a good rapport with the kids. Um, and I had a good time writing. It was, it was very, um, gratifying to hear music you wrote being played back to you and, you know, being able to tweak it and, and see that come to life. So that was really where I fell in love with music, truly, is writing it. Yeah. So this was about maybe um, a couple of years later, I graduated from college, and um, I was a band director my first year, and then I came, moved back to El Paso and started teaching um, elementary music. And um, that's what I've been doing basically ever since, is teaching elementary music. And I love it. And um, I eventually ended up... Um, reuniting with an old high school friend named Luis and uh, we formed Roma which was the band that I was in until recently and um, it was a lot of fun played some of his songs played a lot of my songs and um, about a week ago he just kind of um, texted me out of the blue saying that he really wasn't feeling it anymore and that um, he, th he doesn't think he's going to continue with Roma so now I'm starting my own project um, something kind of fresh called As Hope. So you can follow me on IG and follow that journey. It's called um, at As Hope Official. Nice. nice. So that's my new thing. You know what I took away? Like everything you just said, but from the very beginning, was that you tried something and after one year you hated it. Mm -hmm. Like that first year you hated it. And you were just like, you were ready to tell your mom that you were going to quit. Mm -hmm. And then before you knew it, you were in like you it just took one person to inspire you and then it just led to this whole journey like that's what i took away from everything you just said right now and i was going to ask you do you feel that today's age there's so many options out there and i feel like kids just quit immediately in a lot of the stuff that they do if it's like they don't let it simmer almost yeah like if they, it's practice for you know mm -hmm. soccer or football any kind of athletics music you know they they'll try something and then they're like eh, i'm not feeling yeah, it. yeah if then, they don't get that instant gratification yeah. they want to they want to leave and, it yeah and they want to leave it and they then they, they're like no it's because mm -hmm. i want to be this now or i want to do that or i want to try this and i feel that by you sticking around you know, you wanted to quit, but it was, you know, you, you, you muscled up and you stayed in a little bit longer. And then that's when you found your like true calling, you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes a lot of the stuff that we do, it, it's not pleasant at the beginning. It's not like, it's, it's a grind. You have to, you have to like, you know, go out and be uncomfortable for the mm -hmm. time. To it's yeah. like, um, there's a, there's a saying that I, I don't know who, who this quote is from, but my favorite ever and the quote is you don't have to be great to start but you do need to start to be great mm. I, like it. I think i said that one time <laughs> i think it might have somebody got know. you i'm not really <laughs> yeah, sure <laughs> no nah, but yeah <laughs> no like that that's a cool journey I'm man that's really <laughs> peter's writing it down right now <laughs> what is that oh this is uh this is band roma oh damn i like how anthony just fucking <laughs> puts fucking music in the middle of the show this is actually a song i wrote about a cat oh 
What is it called? It's called There For You. Damn. Can we yeah. play this? Um, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's already playing. <laughs> Fucking Anthony just putting in music. Adrian's over here like, God damn it. I hate that song. It's about a cat. <laughs> yeah. No. And then I kind of like, yeah, I wrote it like 12, 14 years ago. And eventually when I started Roma, yeah, we uh, started playing it and I tweaked the words. So it's not really as... I don't mention the whiskers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was never lyrics about whiskers. Um, yeah, man, that's that's fucking cool. So, yeah. what's kind of what's the kind of music you like to play? What what would you say your band is more emulated by? I don't know. I would say probably Weezer is my favorite band of all time. Oh. Yeah, early Weezer, not really a new Weezer, but. 90s Weezer. Yeah, 90s Weezer. Weezer was cool. Pinkerton Weezer. I hung out with Weezer one time. Oh, yeah, Peter. Really? You're kidding me. I swear. When they came to El Paso four or five years ago. Did did you tell them you worked at the radio station? That's right. You told me you worked at KLAQ. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't didn't know that prior to showing up today. (laughs) Oh, there's our guy right there. Look at it. Oh, shit. What'd you say, Jimmy? Jimmy. What the hell? Fucking Jimmy, dude. Cliffhanger. But anyways, fuck it. This guy really wants to be on the podcast yeah. here. But how was Weezer, Peter? They, they were cool, man. I mean, I, I've i always done this thing where I don't get like to, like, you know, like just kind of talk to them, uh-huh. normal, hang out with them. And, yeah, because you know they're kind of like not really going to remember you anyways. Yeah. It's funny because if you look through my phone, like I have contacts of all these bands I've met. And it's like so-and-so manager, manager of so-and-so, oh, uh, you know, the individual band members. Uh-huh. I have all their numbers. Like the other day, we were like cleaning out our contacts and I was like, damn. So I kept them because I'm like, that's cool. Because it's like <laughs> tour manager for Ellis Cooper like, yeah. or stuff like that. And I was like, hmm. wow, that's um, awesome. besides like your, I'm ever going to call him again. But <laughs> Besides your professional career, what has music brought you like in terms of t- entertainment, but also, has it opened up, you know, meeting people? <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. That's a good question, but the answer is probably no. No? It hasn't brought you anything? like. I mean, um, I, I do have, like, former teachers and people who I was in, in groups with. Like I said, when I was in this touring group, Blue Knights, I was also in this other group that toured based out of San Antonio called Revolution. Um, yeah, I have friends that... Have gone on to to big things, but um, nobody really that I'm close to or Damn. rely on too much. Oh, it's right there. Look, he's yeah, he fell he's on, on his back. His, I think he's on he broke his, his. I think he broke his spine. He just did a Simone Biles. <laughs> exactly. Jeez, poor guy. He should have just quit while he was ahead. <laughs> we would have talked crap about him for not being on that roof. Dude, but. look at Anthony's walking around the studio with a fly swatter, smashing fucking he little Jimmy. He me like a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but fuck. Oh, Come on, Ben. God damn it, Ben. <laughs> it's just Oh no wonder it's been me this whole time. Yeah, it's <laughs> just it's just Adrian's face, like <laughs> his eyes got all big. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. a good reaction video right there. Right. Um Alright, so I wanted to <laughs> Dude, I wanted to talk about this. So last night I went out um and I I was telling the guys before the show started. Shut up, Peter. And 
I think I'm too old to be going out now. Well, first of all, hold on. First, first, you need some explaining to do about your shirt. Oh, you guys like that? Yeah, I've been wondering what that was about this whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. So I actually I went out, but I like I'm wearing the same clothes from yesterday. Is so, that Taylor Swift by any chance? No, that's Selena. Selena. Yeah. Selena. Are you sure that's her, not Taylor Swift? Her hair's not black, and the, I think it's Selena. It's a knockoff. Taylor Swift does not have a booty like that, though. That booty is kind of small, though. It's not doing justice. Well, well, it's not Taylor Swift booty, though. No, no. Taylor Swift's like that. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so I didn't have clothes, so I actually had to borrow this shirt. Um, yeah, that's basically the story right there. But what, what? No, there needs more explanation there. No, don't worry about the explanation. Oh, I needed to borrow a shirt. I just so. needed to know whether or not it was Taylor Swift. But okay, No, so, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> I w- I'm just looking at your shirt now. Yeah, it's Selena, dude. And that's her bustier. Her bustier. Mm. Her bustier. She's got some boots, some lips, red lips, I guess. I don't know. It's the first time I'm wearing this shirt. It's not mine. It's a good shirt, actually, though. Yeah. I think it's a girl shirt, too. It feels like a little tight, like over here. So it was like left on your nightstand or something? Kind of like that. Um, (laughs) But anyways, (laughs) I wanted to tell you guys that last night I went out, but I feel old now. Like, I feel I should not be going out anymore. Um, Peter talked about, like, on a previous show that he feels old because when he plays basketball with... It's just a place you went to. You think so? Yeah, like, you went to a place that's more a younger vibe. I used to go to a place when I was younger to an old bar. Like, I always mm-hmm. felt like I'm too young for this bar. If you go to L&J's, you will feel so young. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. I used to always go to King's X. If you go to Teddy's... You'll feel really young. Oh, yeah, that would be a that would <laughs> be a slammer. scary experience there. But I don't know, dude. I, I that was a not the first time, but that's you're just going to I'm, the wrong place. You think so? Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Whatever. I, I were you with a younger group that went with you? No, not really. I I maybe it wasn't my crowd either. Because there were there were people that I saw there that are older than me. I mean, I just told you about someone yeah, that yeah. I saw there, and they were older than me. It was just weird. I, I wasn't digging what, what it. What is your crowd? I have no clue. I think I'm just the guy that sits the at a bar. And, yeah, that's, that's how like I Like a sports bar kind of guy. When I was Give single, me a regular I, beer. I used to just go to the bar, sit there by myself, and I, I liked that. Like I, I enjoyed yeah. being by myself. Me too. I didn't look for the whole boom, boom, boom. In it. Yeah, that's like kind of how it was yesterday. I was just, I, I like to sit down. And, like, and eat your wings. Eat wings and drink a beer. Yeah, and watch beach volleyball or whatever. Yeah, that's well, on the, the TV. The obscure sports. <laughs> and like dodgeball and but curly. spike ball. I don't know. Adrian, do you feel old? I, I do feel old. When was the first time you felt old? I'll tell you when the first time was. When I didn't get carded for beer. Ooh. Yeah. You know, I haven't been carded in a while. And long that time. happened about <clears throat> maybe like 10 years ago. Really? Yeah. You, you look, I was you always young, you look you, young. Yeah, you look good, dude. Man. You're like the best. Like you're in. You look I, younger than I us. I try. Like, yeah, you don't have the crow's feet. You don't have the <laughs> yeah, dark yeah. circle. I've always been. I've always skin. been scared to look old. You have yeah. good skin. I, nice I, little workout uniform yeah, there. Yeah. You I, know? Just, I embrace you. my he's old. He's got. He's got biceps. I mean, he's I got veins on his biceps. That's right. Check out that vein, dude. Like this vascularity. He's in good shape over here. We're like fat asses. I'm looking at myself like damn. Yeah. This is what it's become. We can't have you on the show because you're too good <laughs> looking just, for us. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no. We usually try okay. to get like ugly guys on the show. That's weird. That was, yeah, that was weird. But um, anyhow, 10 years ago, 
was the first time I did not get carded for beer. And I felt like just the biggest, like my jaw just dropped. And yeah. I was like, what, 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 what kind of beer were you buying? Because if you're buying Bush, I don't think they're ever going to card you. I think I was, I think it was some of the, the most stock stuff like Michelob Ultra. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And like I just feel like if you buy certain beers, they're like, take it. <laughs> Lone Star, they're always going to yeah, card you. <laughs> Beers, you get white claws and they're like yeah definitely card this guy <laughs> yes <laughs> definitely oh and that was another thing so i was like let me have a bud light yeah we don't have that and i was like what fuck like what, what do i drink here You're and then i got a, i got a michelob ultra because like that was like the only one that i was like yeah i guess i could drink that then i got that and then like everyone was just smashing white claws and i was like i think i have to go like that route because the michelob ultra was fucking hot too Cause they were probably like nobody orders this shit. <laughs> White Claw, it's just like a seltzer water, right? Yeah, basically or seltzer. Well, but they're strong. I've, like I've had them before. They I've hit this, you out of nowhere. Oh, they they do. I one time um, I got this one from Circle K. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a a Bud Light one, and it oh. was on sale. It was like a dollar each, which should have been my first flag. But it yeah. was like eight percent alcohol. And it was one of those tall boys, and by like halfway through, I was smashed. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It was it was great. I gotta get me one of those. <laughs> yeah, dude, I actually have a story about Bud Light seltzers and why the 49ers lost his. Oh, oh, I remember okay. that. You're yeah, fucking Anthony, go. man. Here we go. Fucking we Anthony. So my favorite team's the 49ers. They were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and Anthony, wise guy, brings Bud Light seltzers. Nobody drinks them, so I'm like, you know what? I feel bad for Anthony for bringing this beer. <laughs> I'm going to fucking drink them. I drink one. Okay, it's all right. Tastes like dog shit, but I'm going to continue <laughs> to drink them. As I'm drinking them, 49ers start winning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, these are my good luck beers. And I don't know how many I drank because nobody was drinking them. Put it what this was way, it? Like he was t- yelling at the TV like this, like holding. So he, he was a couple yeah. of You didn't have like the hat on that had the two... Oh, holders and I straws. Had, no, no, no. But I had a mask on. I had my 49ers mask. Remember? Yeah, he didn't sit down the was entire like, yeah, game. Yeah, the mask. yeah, I was standing the whole game. But anyways. Maybe it was the standing that was the good luck charm. No, I think it was the beer. Because as soon as we ran out, fourth quarter hits, 49ers are up by like 11 or some shit like that, right? Yeah, something like that. They're up. And I'm like, dude, we're going to win a Super Bowl. I'm finally going to like witness the Niners win a Super Bowl. And... Because last time they won, I was like fucking five or six or some shit like that. So I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to witness this. And then I'm like, reach into the ice chest. There's no Mm -hmm. more Bud Light seltzers. After that moment, you didn't pace yourself. Fucking shit hit the fan. (laughs) 49ers started fucking up and penalties and everything. They end up losing the Super Bowl. I'm sad. And I don't even have Bud Light seltzers to drown my sorrows. So. You, you talk drink. about being kicked while you're down. Yeah, yeah he I, he drank them too fast. He got he had to pace himself. I don't like you know. Yeah, you it, definitely got to pace yourself. It was it was a bad experience. But what's your go to beer? Me oh, bl- shock top or shock blue top? moon one just, of those two. They're just inter- because we had it. In they're inter- <laughs> no, they're interchangeable to me. Yeah, I think I had like a similar experience to you. I one time went to some bar with my wife. Uh, I think it's Mal Lam or something. Shout out to for, the wife. Shout out to the wife. Yes, Clarissa, if you're li- if you're listening, <laughs> sorry we didn't make it to church today, <laughs> oh, but I love you. I got a church but, back um, here, so we'll we'll be all right. Oh yeah, Anthony's opening up a church. Did you know that? 
No, but I'm terrified now. <laughs> no, no, no. This isn't. It's a not a cult. Not yeah. a cult. Oh no, no, no! I remember listening to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Right. Not so scared anymore, but just okay. a little terrified. All right. But so, I think uh, Shock Top. I had gone to. I think. I think it was Malam. Might have been something else. But um, they did not have Shock Top, and they're like, "All we have is this local stuff." And I said, "Just give me whatever is similar." And it was something I'll never remember the name of. Yeah. They were yeah. like. We only have $19 beers. Here you I'm go. not really like a beer connoisseur anyways, so, I mean, really, it could have been mm. completely different. Big word right there. So when we come out with our, our beer, we're going to give you... I, that, I'm i really... Stuff. I want to try the Pacific Street lager, but I know you guys like are limited on, yeah, we have on one. supply, so... Just fucking beat or drink some all. I want to come back once they're in stock. Yeah. It's really good. And I'm not just saying it because it's our beer, but it's really, really good. And it's nice on a like really hot day. What if we start adding pictures of people from the neighborhood? Ooh, that's, that's what we need idea. to do. And this starts going around with our beer. Yeah, they're all old and everything. Because or, then... or we start a Facebook page for our beer, mm. like Dang. like Twisted Tea. You know how like they have the videos. That's of true. People drinking their look at beer that. Oh, yeah, got, I'll got... write the song for the yeah, Pacific Street see, Loggers. There we go. How we... would the what kind of song would it be? Well, would it what be? comes to your mind? Yeah, yeah. The train? <laughs> I hear the train. I don't know. I it, hear the songs, train songs to me always start with some sort of a melody. I don't have a melody yet. You're rolling down the park. <laughs> I'm just imagining the bluebell the blue bell theme for some reason. Tastes <laughs> <laughs> like the good old days. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's going to be fucking country. I think so, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like right. it wasn't before before i was thinking something like hip-hop like you guys but now i'm thinking about the neighborhood and like old people like i saw this old oh, man no. like <laughs> watering the cement out here earlier there used to be grass here until my son told me to everything yeah <laughs> the old man himself still thinks he's watering grass. The hose his wasn't son, even on. His son paint that, paved that over years ago. Hey, that's my deal, right? The, the hose wasn't even on. <laughs> oh, oh shit, man! Wa- watering the cement—that's dude. That's, that's something a- you do see here on Pacific. Oh, watering the cement, car parked in the the front lawn. You see that shit all the time. That is one of my biggest pet peeves when people park their cars in their front yard. Yeah. Like you, on the grass or yeah. on the gravel or something. <laughs> There's like five cars in there. Yeah, Peter Peter lives in a wild neighborhood. I remember the first time <laughs> Peter's like... like you the, live in Canatillo? No, I live in uh, the Northeast. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you made it here alive? <laughs> Dude, I remember the first time like I went over. It's not bad. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not. It's actually a really good neighborhood. But... You got to mix. Every once in a while, there's... A family that lives like in the neighborhood that's like mm-hmm. uh, you're the one that's driving these prices down yeah but yeah they had a a fucking couch like in their front yard no oh, yeah, yeah. like a fucking couch couch and i'm like absolutely not i was like they're all busting out the sofa sleeper and everything in there. <laughs> movie nights the kids are staying at night <laughs> my um my mom lives on the east side in a in an aging neighborhood it was a house i grew up in and, um, you know, when, when I was small, it was like, everybody was like, there's all kinds of little kids and it was kind of, kind of sketchy. But now as it's an older aging community, older people live there and they're all redoing their houses and all the yards are clean and pristine, except for my mom's neighbor. 
and because uh, it's like a house that's now like being rented out. Yeah. And every person that rents that house is sketchier than the previous. Wow. And like the last, they had um before this current renter moved in, it was they had the the owners of the property had like cleaned it up a little bit, like pulled out weeds and you know whatever. But the second it got rented out and they took off the for rent sign, all of a sudden there's a uh, a car that's like on like cinder blocks in the parking lot. And like, you know, they, they had like this bright fluorescent light in the driveway that's on no matter what. <laughs> and so I feel bad for my mom. What did you think about um, coming to our studio and seeing all the cars that Anthony has in his front yard, like fucking trucks and everything yeah, like that? Got a parking lot here. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Were you I like? I thought it. I was. I didn't know what to expect. Really. Did you think we had a studio? Well, I mean, we have a studio, but did you think? Well, we're from a, watching the podcast, I thought you guys were like in a like a studio, studio, like yeah, a, yeah, like a business building. But once you told me it was on a on Pacific, I kind of thought like. He's like, fuck, what the I hell? I thought, what? It's in a really bad neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys watering the street, <laughs> watering the cement and everything. He's like, we left this neighborhood for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> do you, but do you feel like more comfortable now? Now that you oh, see yeah, our setup? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Because, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because like we would have bands come and uh, usually it was at night, right? When we would have our shows. Uh-huh. And it was just like, yeah, just come to the backyard. And then people were like, what the fuck? Like, uh, live voyage. Well, like, am I being like lured here for some yeah. Like, yeah. sketchy getting, reason? Like was it Brianna? You want to see what's behind that curtain? <laughs> I, I, I've been behind that curtain. Oh, oh. there's yeah. a scene behind the curtain. There's a little drum kit and oh, you showed a him hole in the yeah. a hole in the ceiling. Yeah, I showed him where you're only an hour late. Well, <laughs> I actually spent the night here. Yeah. <laughs> He's our new intern. He was sleeping with Jimmy. Ben is no longer our intern, I guess. Fucking Ben, man. So Ben apparently got a job or some shit, yeah. right? I don't Good know. Good for him. I guess. See, you come on the show one time, you get a job. Somewhere. Yeah. So I need a job. Here. <laughs> yeah. So so what's new for your band? What what's coming or well your, for his what, well, you, for your act? Okay, my my new um, how do you honest? My new group, Venture? my new act is called As Hope, and um, it's basically kind of just a solo deal. And I am performing next Sunday at um, an art show. I don't. It's somewhere on Poplar Street, but it's next Sunday, and I'm performing with a drummer, a really fantastic drummer. I think he's wake overqualified to be performing with me and uh, we haven't rehearsed yet together but i kind of know him and his name is manny castaneda so if anybody who knows um the local music scene they're gonna be blown away by this guy but um yeah we're performing next sunday if you follow me on ig i'll post all the details on that so again that is as hope official um that's my instagram handle yeah we'll put it up and then yeah yeah because I'm That's kinda, actually my only Instagram account now. Yeah. Is, is Abel too old to go see you perform? Yeah. Am I too old for that? For your act? No, Manny's, I think he's older than I am. So oh. I think you guys will. Am I too young? Probably oh. too young. How old? You said you're like 33? 33. Yeah. You're probably like maybe Abel, one of the young Do you like ones. art shows? I do. You should go. Why? You oh, should, it, yeah. it's an art show? It, yeah. I think it's like a photography and um, poetry event. Peter does poetry. Do. It's going to be an indoor thing, though. So, yeah, I recommend you what's, check it out. What's the weirdest place you've ever played? Like the weirdest gig you ever you ever did? <sighs> My kids were. Well, there. I've only. Well, I gotta say, I've only performed like, like with a rock band, maybe like five or six times. 
but um, I've performed solo at my school several times. I've like set up my guitar and some speakers as kids are walking in, and I try to I kind of like um, set up on like different sides of the campus. Like I'm like I just want to see where you know the 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 morning crowd rolls in. And my school has like four or five different entrances where kids could come in. Would any kids and I toss you time, like a quarter or anything? No, they just usually <laughs> walk by right right by me. <laughs> But um, he's all playing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> I think I played like for like 30 minutes to like absolutely nobody. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to practice here. So that was probably the weirdest do you, do gig you want, I've ever done. Do you want to top that? Do you want to like perform in the back of Anthony's house? <laughs> I, I, I will. Yeah, I'll perform yeah. anywhere. We well, they'll, going, yeah. they'll as soon as we me. patch up that hole, we're going to have to have you in studio, yes, uh, in studio to like perform. Yeah, that'd be great. Would you be down? Absolutely, yeah. Hell yeah. Like I said, I'm totally like any place where I can, I will. Yeah. So one time one time we uh in our band we played in front of a fish store. A fish store had a grand <laughs> a opening. Fish store. <laughs> and it was called the wet spot. They had a grand <laughs> opening wet. and we got to play in front in front of the store and it was yeah, it was pretty funny, man. Did you guys have to they're like, Yeah, the only thing is in between songs you have to say do not tap on the glass. Yeah, don't <laughs> That is the only reason we're hiring you because we don't want to put up a sign. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was cheaper to hire him. <laughs> I was in a fish suit playing the bass. Like <laughs> Gus and Goldie. They went to Kinko's. They're like, "How much is a copy to put up on that?" <laughs> Fuck that! We'll hire the shitty band. I actually did play though, um, right next to the Prickly Elder at Monarch. Oh, oh. nice! Damn, that they was the first Roma show. Aren't they? Like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, they're like right there. <laughs> That's but cool. they, I don't think they do live live shows at Prickly Elder. I think they just have like DJs now or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of... I didn't want to say the spot, but that's where we went last <laughs> night. And I was like... Oh, sh- I was like, you oh, could okay. bleep that. No, no, so, no, it's cool. So last time we asked Josh Galindo this, this question, this road trip question. So like if you had a long oh, like, cross-country road trip, you could only that's listen definitely. to one artist. Ooh. What would that one artist be? Definitely Pink Floyd. Ooh, Pink Floyd the whole way, huh? Because they got like really long songs that never get old. Yeah? Definitely Pink Floyd, yeah. I said Tool because Tool's like 10-minute songs, you know? Yeah, that's true also. <laughs> yeah. What, who did I say? I said Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? I think so. I think I, I, I don't Selena. Know what I <laughs> Selena. <laughs> Selena would be good. Second choice, Taylor Swift. <laughs> you like Taylor Swift? I, I don't hate her. So what's Tay-tay. that mean? Uh, I don't really, I don't have any of her songs on my phone but if oh. she's on the radio i'll listen to oh her. okay okay um any guilty pleasures i don't know it's a good question you kind of caught me <laughs> off guard do you have any guilty pleasures i do tell me like a lot of the music i listen to like i like a lot of oh you mean guilty pleasure music oh you're thinking like fetishes uh, or something? i thought you meant like kinky stuff <laughs> like, i was like i don't know I if my to wife's be, gonna I meant to be too happy about it's like this. a hard turn right there <laughs> um, it's like you caught me off track but i, I am a foot guy i'm like geez kazoos um <laughs> <laughs> clown noses and kazoos <laughs> Clown noses. Oh, <laughs> oh, musically, yeah, plenty. Um, I like. Okay, do you guys do you guys know Andy Williams? No, what is he? He sings Happy Holidays and. Um, oh okay. I know that. What's happening? the most wonderful time of the year? Oh okay okay. Yeah, he's kind of like a hokey, kind of like Sinatra kind of guy mm. from like the '60s, and just would. Happy he'd, he'd be on like talk shows and just kind of like 
was kind of um lip sync to his own songs and oh. yeah people kind of like roll their eyes but i love i love his voice and i love hearing his music mm, i like yeah. boy bands oh yeah 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 like um like talking about their music right yeah 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 okay. like nsync backstreet boys 98 degrees yeah 98 you know, degrees lfo People used to like shit on them back in the day, like, oh, this is so weak. But now, like, it's like, man, this stuff is so well written and it's so catchy. You it know is. What I was listening to yeah. over here, like on the way what? to the show. I was listening to Everlast. Oh, okay. Like yeah. I just it I just kept it on there and it just I only know I think I only know like one or two other songs, but yeah, definitely good. Yeah. Um You yeah. guys were talking on the show um a couple podcasts back about about like Shetty Lonely Bands. Boys and oh, like, yeah, yeah. Nickelback. But um, I think you guys had mentioned um, Shine Down and Creed, and I'm like, those are so good though. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. love Shine Down. I love yeah. Sealer and Shine Down. Yeah, um, but like they don't have a big, big following. Creed was. I huge. thought they did because they're well, always Shinedown on Kelly does. Q. Shine Down does, but Creed was huge when I was in middle school. Like with arms wide open. Yeah, dude, yeah. that guy like that guy had a cool voice on Kelly Q back in the day. I'll, I'll never remember. I, I'll never forget because they had done this. Um, Buzz had a guest on that had done a parody of Take Me Higher, the Creed song, and it was Take Me to Dyer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I remember walking to eighth grade and I was just laughing. Yeah, that it was the greatest it, thing in the world. It was Duke Keith. So Duke Keith makes some awesome parody songs. Like one I remember is the Chewbacca one, the Give It to Me. Yeah, yeah. The Give It to Me, to Chewie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all the. <laughs> <laughs> and all the Jedi say I'm pretty, or something. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty fly for a Jedi. That, yeah, that was some song, like that. It was about like Star Wars. And yeah, I love those. Yeah, Duke Keith is super talented. Yeah, he makes all those like. You should get songs. Duke in your band. I think so. Have you ever thought about doing like a a parody band? That'd be awesome. Or, a parody, or, like just making parodies of. Parody? No, I'm not really that that or, good at like being funny. So, like no. a weird do, do you know who Bloodhound Gang is? Yeah, the Bloodhound Gang. I, they I like did them. the uh, the like mammal song, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. I I like them a lot. Yeah, they were cool. Like even just now, I could just put them on and listen, and they're just catchy, funny. Are they a parody band? No, no, no. no. Okay, they're I was just, like, they just seem kind of. Uh, like but they the do have like silly songs and uh. stuff. I feel like they're they're like you can laugh at them. Like they they like that, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like to go see them in concert. <laughs> That'd be cool. But um, are you a big karaoke guy? Um, me personally doing karaoke. Yeah. No. no, you don't do karaoke. No. Why is that? You you're uh, you're bigger than I. Me? No, I don't. I don't. You know what? I I've thought about it several times, but I think I would have a hard time, like, because I'm very analytical, like knowing where to come in and where to place the words. Like most people, they could just be like, "All right, what's this song? I've heard that before. Give me the words, and I'll know exactly." But like for me, it's like, where do I come in exactly? I like overthink that too much. Mm. I well, would see, like fold in the pressure and never come in at all. Uh, well, see, that's why when I do karaoke, I only have like two songs that I sing because they're the ones that I know like all the lyrics to. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to read them. I don't like because sometimes, you know, when someone's doing karaoke and they don't know what the fuck the song is uh-huh. and they're just reading it. They're like, oh, yeah, you could tell it's like coming. It's like a little late, you know, see, I'm random with karaoke. Like, what do you mean? It, it depends what I heard recently, because uh, I don't. Have it has to go-to. be like still in your head. Yeah, like remember one time we were doing karaoke and I, I was singing uh, Ramon Ayala like in Spanish. Uh, no, I don't was, remember that. Uh, no, you don't remember. Mm-mm. 
No, the reason I ask you that because <laughs> is because um, you know who Daniel Paulus is, right? Yes. Yeah. So like he put a a like a little clip of him on Instagram. Like he's like, I miss karaoke or some. Was shit. it him singing "Dream On"? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was. I, oh yeah, yeah. I actually messaged him, being like, "Dude, that is so badass." Yeah. Yeah. He's, he actually he, has a really good. Yeah, voice he's he's got a really good voice. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you should be if like if I had a voice like him or. Or, you know, 90% of the people I heard, I'm like, man, I would be on top of things. What do you I mean like on spend, top of things? Like, I would be, like, singing all kinds of stuff. I, like, oh. spend, like, hours just trying to practice the songs I wrote to make them sound decent. But, yeah, like, I'm super jealous of anybody who's, like, naturally, you know, can sing. How hard... I mean... Well, nah, I was going to ask a stupid question, and I, when it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, nah, that's... Go ahead. No, 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 it's dumb. I did you ever feel like you wanted uh like to make it in the music business besides like what you're doing right now but like an actual like an artist like making money like touring and doing yeah like absolutely and still you know it's kind of kind of my dream is to just be like recognizable be like known so um I don't know I think that's always it's not like a goal for me my my goal is just to you know just to be me just to do my yeah. thing but, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, man, I used to love Aerosmith, which is why I, I uh, was so, um, why I felt so inclined to message Daniel when I saw his yeah. his video last night. But um, I used to love Aerosmith and I used to love Steven Tyler, like his image. And, you know, he was like the biggest thing in the world to me. I was like, man, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Would you, if you had a, like a really good voice, would you join like The Voice or uh, no. American Idol or something no, like that? No, because to me, that's just like glorified karaoke. Is it? Yeah. Just seeing someone else I mean, not to talk down about talk uh, down to karaoke, but um, I don't know. I just always I want to do my own stuff. Mm. I feel like if, I feel like even when you cover music, you're kind of just walking in somebody else's footsteps, unless you're like a like the kind of artist that could do a cover that you know is better than the original. There's very few of that. Like, yeah, there's very few. like Weezer. Yeah, I kind of I do like their co- their version of Africa. This may be blasphemous to most people, but I like their their cover of Africa better than I like the original, but only like that much. Is there any other song or people that made a better cover than the original? Um, that, that... I I like the Aerosmith version of um, Come Together. And that's like that was covered by Aerosmith. Um, it was covered by Michael Jackson. It was covered by I forget who else. But um, it was originally, for those who don't know, it was originally a Beatles song. Mm-hmm. But um, I really like the, the Aerosmith version. I like um, Theory of a Dead Man came out with Wicked Game. And so did Stone Sour. And they both, they're both badass, dude. They're both like, I mean, that's, Shine Down came out with Simple Man. That was a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was was a, a that was one. a really good one, too. Those are my, like, favorite <clears throat> ones. Besides your... Your teacher that inspired you to like pursue music, like mm-hmm. keep on going with it. Are there like famous artists that like that's your go to? Those are the ones that you like try to maybe match up your music with? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I think if I could pinpoint one artist, singer, musician is um, this guy, Damon Albarn. He's the lead singer of Blur and the Gorillas. And the Blur, they're like a 90s Brit pop band um, that most people forget. But um, 
This guy, Damon Albarn, check his music out. Like I said, he's he's the creator of Gorillaz. Mm. You know, they sing, uh, well, they have a bunch of hits from back in the day. But that guy, I feel like, is like just a total inspiration. That's I like cool. the Gorillaz. Yeah, they the were gorillas. cool. Yeah, if you ever dive into um, Blur, they have some really good songs. Really? Yeah. Has, has anybody ever seen the Gorillaz? Yeah. The like they've, they've they per, they perform live, but it's just like them in the shadow, like and with a backdrop of the cartoons. I've always thought about oh, that. Like, like in yeah, yeah. Time. I don't like. I don't know who they're they are and stuff. And then the other day, I went to a friend's house, and she had um, like I was thinking of artists that you kind of don't know who they are, mm-hmm. like that guy Marshmallow or whatever. Right. Like, have people seen him? Just, I don't know. He I just don't, wears I like think this. He purposely does that. Yeah, so he just wears like this marshmallow on his head. Okay, guys, so I'm, you, you got me. What? <laughs> I'm marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and I'll be a prickly elder next week. <laughs> no, but it's like I've always thought about that. Would it be a curse, or would it be like something good, like? Like if somebody finds out who you are. No, 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 no. Like or if they ever to be famous. It's, it's the best be way famous. to escape being famous, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because your fam- face is you're famous, but nobody knows who you are. So once you put that costume on or whatever it is, people are like, "Oh shit!" But you can go places because I nobody knows. Who I the think it's po- better that way. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Would you like that? Would you prefer that or or being like a fucking Britney Spears where everyone knows who the fuck you are? I don't know. I think if I were to ever, like, if I would have known, like, if you told me, if you start playing music, you're going to be famous. You're going to be world famous. You'd wear Then a mask. I would probably wear a mask or something. Really? Yeah. You would Because, like, I mean, think about, it, like, like, when this guy Marshmallow started, I don't know how he started, but, like, do you think the first day he was like, I'm going to be a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this music thing. You just put on the mask. <laughs> and, like, I'm going to always wear it. Or, like, he was just shy without it and then he put it on yeah and oh yeah blew it out of the water it's yeah kinda, maybe that's the way or maybe kinda, he performed in front of a ma- marshmallow shop oh like, like anthony could yeah. just do his own solo yeah, act dressed yeah. as a fish yeah maybe that's what i need to do that is true we're on something, to something. fishy oh there <laughs> you go dude or maybe like that shark that performed with katie perry oh yeah the one that was dancing shark. maybe that guy knew he was gonna be famous they're dude. like dude we got to design a show around you we're gonna have right. other sharks and have Carrie, Katie, uh, Katy Perry headline with you. That's fuck. What would your what would your mask or disguise be? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I like I, we only ask you. Good I questions I, I'm, I think I'm too serious to do something silly, like a giant shark or like a marshmallow <laughs> head. But um, I so don't know. everyone's see know a who shark you are. would be good right now because the baby shark crowd is gonna get older. And then there's your new So audience. do you think um what's the mouse dead mouse like identifies like the he's like geared towards like the, the, the Mickey Mouse Club crowd? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's Daft Punk. Do motorcycles we, and all do oh, we yeah, yeah. do we know who they are? That's a good Tron. question. <laughs> Tron. It's kinda like, you know, when you look at Kiss at like the, the guys in Kiss without their makeup, you're like, who the hell is Oh that? yeah. That's true. Dang, dude. They were pioneers. I didn't realize there were so many artists. Slipknot. 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 Yeah. Hey, didn't someone from Slipknot die? Yeah. Yeah. Recently? Joey Jordanson, yeah. I believe. Who was he? He was a drummer. Oh, he was a drummer? The original yeah. drummer, yeah. <laughs> Who's Anthony? Who's Anthony? My he, uh, he had a neurological disease, right? For like, since like 2012 or something. And he 
he just couldn't play anymore. He oh, I'm, not, I'm actually and, not sure. Yeah, and then I mean, he knew he was gonna die. I mean, wow, I didn't know that. It was coming up, I believe, right, Anthony? I know, I know think you? so. Yeah. Who Who was your um like your rebellious group that you would follow Re- growing up? Like, like the like, the one where like, fine, I'm gonna go to my room, and then you like close the door, and you're like you put on fucking Slipknot or. I don't know. It probably it probably was. If you probably was be Weezer. Weezer. Oh. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> what? I was just singing a song like you slammed the door and it's like. You crank up the radio or stereo, and it's like, if you want to be my lover. <laughs> like, the yeah. Spice Girls. I like Spice I would, Girls. I would go to my garage and play drum set like as loud as I oh, possibly see, could. he was a musician. Just yeah. to piss off my music. mom. Yeah. I had to yeah, rely on like Well, it wasn't just to piss off my mom. It was because I love music, but being extra loud to get out my aggression. See, I didn't... I, I, dude, I have no rhythm. I wouldn't even know how to like start an instrument. I remember one year Peter bought me a guitar, and he's mm-hmm. like, "All he did was take pictures naked with it." Yeah, I seriously, did. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even lying. Dude. I started a, I have a, a MySpace page with him just naked with the guitar. I did. Yeah, that he, was actually my profile picture. He, had, he, was, the, he was the original he naked had cowboy. An electric guitar covering his junk, basically. Yeah. But he couldn't play. And <laughs> I, couldn't, I, I couldn't play he's for shit. There Full size guitar, three quarter guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. Uh, what are, what are they called? Ukulele. Ukulele. He <laughs> <laughs> was a three-quarter oh, size ukulele. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's yeah. all he did with it. Yeah, I didn't play shit. I never bought him another Christmas present after that. Oh, but, I, but I was kind of sad because um, one time when I was like, no, I'm going to learn how to play. So there was this mm-hmm. one guy, I think his name was Luis or something. He came to my house because I was like, dude, can you teach me? And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll teach you. So he came over. And then you start taking naked And then it's like, wait, where are like, you? I, 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 like, I'm like, not going to teach you. I, I, I just started like uh, unzipping my pants. He's like, what is going on? And I'm like, hold on, dude. We need to take a picture. First. <laughs> You're going to be my photographer, actually. <laughs> He's like, I didn't sign up for this. But no. And then he, he saw my guitar and then he was like, oh, okay, cool. And then. I was like, all right, man, what are we doing first? Like, are we doing fucking <laughs> Slipknot? What's going on here? And he's like, um. And Mary had a little laugh. He's like, dude. Holly Wally Doodle. No, he just kind of said no like, bomba. dude, you're, uh, he, he said something about it. He's like, it's kind of crooked right now. You need to do this and this and that. And I was like, yeah, fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> That's it, I'm Your out. services are no longer Yeah, needed. I was like, dude, like, Can this is too technical. <laughs> this is too technical. I'm just going to put pictures up online. And say like me, a, me a, and Luis had a great yeah, session. Yeah, great show today. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to take off his pants, but it was a good show. I hope, I hope you didn't pay him for that lesson. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, good. No, 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 no. He was okay. a friend from school. Oh, okay, he was good. just like gonna come over and like, like shoot the shit. And stuff. He's like, uh, you never uh, talked to me before, <laughs> <laughs> right? But I would always see those guys in high school with just like their they acoustic guitars, and mm-hmm. they would like. You know, Indian style or, or no, Native and American style. And they would just like sit there and, and I was like, man, can't touch this. Can't touch this. <laughs> that's, that's where the ladies are. Yeah. No, they were always by themselves. Is that, is that how you met your wife? She, I, I did. She... I did meet her through music. I was, um, we were both in the UTEP marching band. Oh, nice. Yeah. Damn. How was that? Yeah. The marching band? It's fun. It's just. Like social, I, I always imagine big old like, social environment. If you think about it, it's the largest organization in any in any academic setting. Yeah, that makes sense. Whether any 
any high school, middle school, college. It's the lar- largest organization. I always, I always thought, like, because I would go to a lot of UTEP games growing up, mm-hmm. and I was like, I bet it's fucking cool to be in the band. You because you you travel with like wherever the team goes, you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you you get to be out on the field like at halftime while people are getting like their snacks and stuff. And you're then just all like, the oh, like the know. camps and all that. Just yeah, all yeah, the yeah. Oh, it's a blast. Out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I I didn't I never joined band. I, Half those people just fake that they're playing their instrument anyway. Really? <laughs> I always <laughs> thought that. Like I always knew. I Did was, you? Oh, I played drums. You can't fake that. He's just like in they're the like air. his they're like his <laughs> sticks aren't even touching the head. So there's people that get scholarship that. to do like the triangle, right? Yeah, that Ooh. was me basically. Really? In the orchestra. Damn. No, there's more, there's more to than that, but yeah, more, I, I, more I play cowbell. I play drums in bands, so I did triangle and cymbals and bass drum, all That's that stuff. Cool. Yeah. So you got a scholarship? Well, they would give you like something like I can't remember how you said it was like. 100 bucks or 200 bucks a semester to be in band, which is really nothing. But some schools, depending on how good you are, you get like a full ride. Oh, wow. Damn. So I really wasn't, like I said, I wasn't that good. Did you ever do the the basketball one? The the No, I never did the pet band. Oh, there we go. That pet would band. be cool. Yeah. That was, that was, I was almost going to audition for the, the drum set spot in the jazz band one year, but something came up that day and, and I didn't end up doing it. That one, that one's a cool band. Yeah, because they would just like they they right get there. to go on planes and travel with the team. Oh, how do you guys travel? The marching band. Oh, why did I'm really getting tired of this song. <laughs> like a fucking civil war. <laughs> I think this is the trail of tears. <laughs> no, I mean in college marching band, you don't travel with the team. You just play home games. Oh, but in high school, yeah, you know, unless they went to like a bowl, a bowl game, game, right? Yeah, a bowl but game. UTEP never went. Did I mention I was at UTEP? <laughs> no, I actually What's got that? I actually got kicked out of the UTEP marching band. Oh, wild one, man over there! The one year that they went to a bowl game, yeah, I was like, but I've been such a good boy this whole time. Damn! Like, come on, guys, and yeah. it's like. Guess what, Adrian? We're actually going to take a plane this time. He's like running after the plane. It wasn't a big loss. They were playing Albuquerque. That was the bowl game. <laughs> it was like a 15-minute plane ride. Yeah. <laughs> they were playing in the Zia Bowl or the... Zia? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The... Yeah, yeah, the Zia Bowl. It was called the, the Turquoise Fest or something. I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, it's just like made up bowl. Yeah. It's like, hey, you guys got invited to the Zia Bowl. Hmm. Um, that's, dude, that's fucking cool, man. Ah, being in band. But like I said, I, I was in this touring group. They call, it's called DCI Drum Corner National, um, where you had to audition against people in the, in the whole country. And you would do this, this city, this, uh, us wide tour and you travel on a bus the whole summer and yeah so that was cool we'd get to you know wake up in, in a different town every day pretty much awesome. play a show that night get on the bus wake up in some different town and nice. perform there yeah all right before we let you go one more time where are you gonna be at okay give me a second <laughs> <laughs> see i wish i went to oh no no i got it saved here okay do you guys have any like stalling music you'd play while I do this? 
There oh, we go. there you go, Anthony. Okay, so the event is called Poetography, and I'm going to be performing next Sunday, August 8th. The event goes from 6 to 10 p.m., and it's a local art exhibit of over 15 photographers and live art installations inspired by original poems. And there's a $5 cover charge. The address is going to be um, 210 Poplar. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that's a good live read. He should be doing our sun he, brewing. He should, yeah. You want to try our sun brewing <laughs> one? With one of your beats and all. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. The best I said, part I'll do anything of waking up is sun brewing in your cup. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I still think of that, that bluebell. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like the good old days. So oh, so you're saying <laughs> like. We're all, <laughs> we're all old in the rocking chair. <laughs> At the park, yeah. No, Wait. watering the cement. Remember yeah, that? that was funny, man. That was a video. If, a, if you ever made a commercial with someone watering the cement, oh man, that, that would be great. I would so, buy whatever product that was. So, uh, Mira, look at how nice the cement is. <laughs> so, it. is our song? We already said it's going to be country. Uh, I don't. I don't really know country. I'll figure it out. I'm going to come. I'm going to come to something, and uh, you guys are going to like it. That's all I know. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like that. All right, Peter, any last words? Uh, I just want to give uh, a shout out to one of our other musical guests, a good friend of ours, uh, Selmo. Selmontes. It was his uh, birthday yesterday. Yeah, it was. Oh, happy birthday, happy Sal. Happy birthday, Sal. Do you know happy Sal? Birthday, Sal? No. He you sounds should, wonderful, though. You he, should meet him. He's a great He's guy. a really funny guy. He's a cool guy. Anthony? Uh, yeah, no, like what Peter said, happy birthday to Sal, man. Um, shout is- out to him. We need to get him on uh, season three out here, perform oh, yeah. for us again. Um yeah, like and subscribe. I think that's pretty much it. Ooh, big. Do you remember that restaurant, Pancho's? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, that happy birthday song. Best fucking song ever. Oh, I thought they were like coming back. I know. I like, oh, no, no, you got me all excited. Oh, no, no. I was going to say you should you should make a song like that. I don't even remember. Like a birthday but, song yeah. for happy us. Happy birthday. Happy Actually, we're open birthday. to it. If you, if you want to sing any song for us. We'll, we'll yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know like what that. you know what oh. it is, right? I didn't know it was from Ponchos. <laughs> yeah. It might have been a mixture of different songs. Like I think it was elementary also. Yeah. Like that. Favorite taco, quick. <sighs> I hate tacos. You hate tacos. Okay, he doesn't like tacos. Okay. I like burritos. I'm a burrito. All right. Okay. Really quick, Selena versus J Lo. I had to do this because he's he's music. Selena for sure. Selena for sure. Yeah. Did Selena make J Lo or J Lo made Selena? I, oh well, definitely Selena made J Lo. All right. You heard it. You heard it here first. All right. Adrian, thank you so much for joining us. Thank guys, you, guys. It was fun. Like, it was really fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, guys, this was our episode. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Middles Open. Peace. See ya. Sorry, man. It's hot in oh, here. Right.